0: Scoopy gang, Scooby gang, welcome to new week. And I'm TJ, Mr. Lee, always, like always. Uh, we have Kate, who, is, uh, who you can tell me. Already. I'm
1: an online coach, um, I'm a personal trainer, and I specialize in disordered eating and improving your relationship around food and your body image, and I'm also sustainable weight
2: well. loss. It's a massive part of it for girls, right?
1: And boys, that's, yeah.
2: Would that's... you say it's on par? for boys and girls
1: i'd say it is and that boys find it more difficult to pinpoint what's going on and it's not as talked about you know what i mean in men and i have had a couple of clients male clients suffer really bad with their relationship with food and body image so like really really like nice to know that they feel like they like can approach me which is a nice Mm -hmm. thing because I'd like to think I am quite approachable but at the same time that takes a lot of guts I would say for a boy a male to come to a female coach you know what I mean especially I'm only 22 (laughs) so obviously like I'm quite young as well um so I kind of take a small bit of pride in that that like that I am approachable for males but like yeah it's definitely unspoken of in males Obviously, like, females, yeah. It's very, like...
2: Do you feel like it's it's the social pressure for guys that it's, like, you shouldn't really be talking about this, deal with your own stuff, you're a man, get on with it?
1: I think it's that, and I think it's, like, I don't know, especially, like, I suppose I've only seen it really at home, you know what I mean, back in Ireland and where I'm from, and it's, like, in college, it's all, like, the hurlers, you know what I mean, and they're all so athletic-looking. Like, you know, they're, like, ripped, like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, ripped to shreds. And then you've, like, that and then the emphasis on, like, the gym goers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you never really see, like, when you actually think about it, like, in college or, like, especially, like, around where I'm from, like, you never really see a male, like, kind of, I don't want to say, like, out of shape, but, like, the majority would all be really athletic or, like, have, like, a gym build. Yes. Like, so, yeah. I think maybe social pressure, yeah. Which... So
0: I wouldn't say like is it with relationship with food or is it relationship with like being like very active?
1: Um so for the client the male clients that I had it was both. So like where they had like disordered Eating and, like, really bad body image. Yeah. There's a difference between disordered eating as well and eating disorders. Okay. So, like, eating disorders will be out of my realm. Like, you know, that's where you need a registered dietitian or a doctor. Disordered eating is more so, um, it's on the lower end of the spectrum, if that makes sense. So, I specialize in that. But if it's an eating disorder, like, I can't... Um, it, you, they have to be referred, you know what I mean? Yeah, well,
2: at least you're honest about it, and it's like, yeah, oh God, this is yeah. out of my realm. Because, yeah. I mean, then you when you get into eating disorders, then it's like, it's a big mental thing too. 100%, so, so. like,
1: I like, have been so open on my page. I have had an eating disorder. So, like, just because I have had an eating disorder like everyone's different you know what I mean that doesn't give me the obviously I have insight into what it's like to have an eating disorder because I've had one and I've experienced it but that doesn't mean like you know like Mm. what's best you know what I mean and I think that's where it's quite like scary in the sense of people who have had eating disorders kind of project that onto other people who have maybe the same ones and presume that the same things will help whatever helped that person get through their eating disorder the same thing
2: with uh, the that one size fits all yeah kind
1: of you know yeah. that's exactly what and
2: I out of your male clients would you say that more of them are say on the higher end of the scale or say on the lower end of the scale like skinnier guys or guys that are carrying more weight
1: so most of the guys that I had come to me uh, lads are great by the way <laughs> they're going to I, like I love coaching lads because oh like I'm quite hilarious <laughs> like um he's in a fat loss phase at the minute he's absolutely smashing it by the way and he just wants well to build, done brother well yeah, done he wants to build a bit of muscle um actually a lot of muscle but like lads are so it's funny like so easy going it's lovely like they'll go out at the weekend and like he went out there at the weekend and he had about like six points but like didn't like you know they didn't count in the calories, like they didn't come into it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was kinda like, Jeez, like do you know? I was like, how was your weekend or whatever? And like, Joe, you know? and obviously, lads, everything in moderation, you know what I mean? Like, but he just didn't even realise that there was calories in the drink. You know, he was like, Oh yeah, I, like stuck to everything, stuck to plan and like I was like, Were you out? Like and he was like, Yeah, I only had six pints though. <laughs> <laughs> <I was> like,
0: <laughs> just six <his> beers.
1: <laughs> I was like, Oh god, like I was like, No, that's grand, like I was like, but just so so you know like this is the amount of calories in whatever it and he yeah. was like oh god like, he was like I just <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like oh my god like and he's obviously like good to know but like yeah my main thing is balance as well like if you follow me you see it like all over my page it's like sustainable dieting and like how to lose weight sustainably and keep it off and in a healthy manner so for
2: a guy like that that does go out and enjoys himself or whatever i mean we do the same yeah like what do you do there do you just tell them maybe go for a gin and a slimline tonic you can still have your drinks but you just do more sensibly
1: okay so i'm actually just going to answer that question based on kind of how i approach like how i get clients to achieve balance this is the thing like Mm -hmm. it's something everyone finds hard like I don't know, do you find it hard to achieve like the balance down the middle or would you say you have it kind of? Cause I know um, you both go to the gym, yeah.
2: Yeah. We, yeah. yeah. I would say sometimes I would undereat. Okay. Undereat. I used to have a yeah, problem with under eating and it took me a long time to figure out that I actually needed a lot of food to put on to put like, on weight. Yeah. Okay. And I was always the, the skinnier kid who was like, Why can't I put on weight? And I'm trying to eat everything but no, I wasn't eating nearly enough as what I needed. Okay,
1: and um, that was just down to like like poor knowledge around like nutrition. You just didn't I think I
2: probably just never properly tracked it. I never okay. actually, you know, seen what I needed to maintain and then yeah, realized okay. that, right, that's actually what I need to put on some weight. Okay. So, yeah. I, yeah, once I figured that out, then it, yeah. obviously it becomes a little bit more simple.
1: Yeah, and then you can kind of trust in the sense that, oh, yeah, like this is what I should be eating. Yeah. Like, I've never tried this before.
2: I feel me and TJ are kind of similar. We kind of get away with it a little bit. The fact yeah. that maybe we fall into the grip of these hard gainers that you can get away with eating your pizza and you can get yeah. away more so than maybe somebody who's more gains weight quicker. More like, put yeah. Them
1: on. yeah. So, yeah, like the way i approach everyone um, is through values, knowing your core values. And that is how I get people to achieve balance. So, for example, like you were saying, Lee, like, do you get them to opt for the gin and slim light tonic or like, do like you know, like nine times out of ten, like they want the Guinness. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Because obviously, it might be nicer than the gin and slim tonic for whoever it is. But how I get people to, how I get people to follow or stick to their, say, diet plans. So say their goal is to lose weight, for example. I'll get them to write out all of their values. So it could look like, for example, let's take Lee. Let's say my client is Lee. Okay. Okay. And you have, all, you write, I get my clients to write down all their values. So it could be family, socializing, alcohol, um, gym, um, mental health, fueling my body properly and well what what does that look like for you mm-hmm. um and then having the balance of like social occasions could be anything it could be like going out for a pizza on a friday with TJ mm. or going out for pizza and pints with the lads yep. you know what i mean okay so you have all your values written out i try and get my clients to write out at least 30 you know what i mean because at least then they're not limiting themselves like everyone has like, you've so many values you know like it could be honesty, kindness, caring, spending time with family, being present. You know what I mean? Like they, they, there's no limit on what you value. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I get them to write out all their values and it, it, there's a list. I have it on like a Google Sheets stock and then they rate it from one to 10. And then they write in the reasons why, like for example, the gym, what, what does that mean to them? You know, their dieting phase, that's something that could mean a lot to them. So then they write in, okay, it's someone who wants to lose weight dieting phase number 10 on the list that's like top like they really value that however socializing could also be number 10 you know very social person loves a boogie, whatever it is alcohol could come in at a six or seven you know so then how i get people to approach it then is like you tell me you know what i mean like i'm not telling you like they have knowledge around nutrition they know what calories are, like, in drinks, etc., pizza, whatever it is. And I'm like, it's one of their best friend's birthdays coming up. And they're like, Kate, how do I manage this now? How do I track in the pizza, the birthday cake? The and I'm like, it's your best friend's birthday. You have told me that socialising is number 10 on your list. It's probably a social occasion. You probably value time with family and friends. It's okay that that comes before your dieting phase in this weekend. Like, If that's something you really value, you should be able to go to that, enjoy it, be present, not have any guilt around it because it's something that you hold close to you and then move on. Like, not this, like, get back on track the next day. Like, you can't get back on track from your life. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, how, how, like... That's what I'm like, they're like, oh yeah, okay, back on track now. And I'm like, you're not, you never fell off. Like yeah. you're on, this is your life now. And then they're like, it's like a light bulb moment. They're like, um. oh yeah, I value the gym. So I'm going to go up and go to the gym. It's not all about like my dieting phase. Like, yes, that's part of my life, but it's, it's not my whole life. Mm. You know, and when you write out your values, it can really, really, really help you to figure out, okay, what do I really want? You know, um, if your dieting phase came before the alcohol, but you, the socializing is still at 10, you can, you can go out and enjoy yourself and not drink. Is that something? Can That's, you do that?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, I feel weird going to a bar and not drinking. <laughs> I'm not going to lie.
1: Yeah, you're so Irish. <laughs> <laughs> <I know.
2: laughs> The other day, he's, he's the same. Yeah. Really?
1: He,
0: he has the virus too. He's the same as me. He's, he's like genuinely
1: oh. like not like. Obviously I wasn't going to drink last liver. Liver. night.
0: Have one <laughs> beer at least, like at least one beer. The other, as soon as we have one beer, it's like either one of us buys, like yeah. either he starts buying I'm or I start buying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i Oh, you earn your money without yeah. work. <laughs> Sorry. Go on. So if he buys. I had to buy the next round. Yeah. So there is, there is second beer coming Useless. already. Useless. <laughs> yeah. Then the third beer always comes in. The second beer goes in, third beer comes in. I hope my mom doesn't. Not this <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, drinking like the other day, we like went for like a to pool. Yeah. And uh, I got a coffee, he got a water and he's like, and I should have got a beer. Instead of drinking water It's just like 25k You
2: know <laughs> Yeah because <laughs> it up kind of,
1: frozen gun.
2: It kind of feels a bit I don't know But then the next day Like when you're You're overindulging In it's There's nothing worse like. but th- For me see, I hate thi- it This
1: is the thing So like Obviously it's something You value And like that's Absolutely fine Like I get clients That come to me And like they're nearly Afraid to see That they value al- Alcohol highly Because I I don't really drink mm. Like I'm actually currently doing sober October, but (laughs) yeah, I don't really drink. um, In saying that now, guys, in saying (laughs) that, I'm not,
0: (laughs) I'm not like playing
1: victim here. Oh, like I don't drink. Like, like I had my fair share of it this summer. Like I did, like I, in Greece, I, well, like, five nights altogether, I'd say I drank, but like, that's a lot for me now. Mm. Like, that that is a lot. And then I remember I came home and everyone was having going away parties for Kate. Like, like come on, Kate, like, we're going out this weekend, you're going away to Bali. I was like, lads, I'm go- I'm not going there now for another month to that. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, any excuse?
2: Any excuse? <laughs> you know? And they just put it on Kate. Yeah, <laughs> literally.
1: Like, I think there was one of them and I didn't go. Like, they're <laughs> I think they are having it for me, like, you know what I <laughs> mean? But there was one stage there, like Eva Maher, like, I could kill you. Like, she'd be weak laughing. Um, okay, listen. But she, like, the two of us, so she's massive into the gym. Like, she's actually a, a bodybuilder. So, really disciplined. Like, you know what I mean? Like, bam, bam, bam and never really drinks either and she was she was in her face of like she was able to have a few drinks a few meaning a lot mm-hmm. and she was like come on Kate like you know what do I we? Mean? she's like I never get to go out and do this she's like come on like you know so I was like oh lads you know what check it like I was really in a moment like of like trying to enjoy as much time as possible with all my friends and be present before coming here and again that was something I valued more in that time then maybe i don't know going to the gym five days a week like feeling on top of the world on a sunday morning mm. like you know i valued drinking and going out a small bit more and socializing a bit more because i was going away so that's how you your values can shift yeah am i making sense yeah yeah, yes. totally. yeah. totally yeah so oh my god like ru- like ruined my life like my mom and dad were like kate are you okay because i think <laughs> i went to a three-day vendor and i hadn't done it <laughs> In, like, so I'd say since I was, like, I'm not even messing, like, 17 or 18, like, because I don't, I'm not a big drinker at all. You're super like,
2: sensible for 22,
0: <laughs> Jesus.
1: Everyone says that what? to me, everyone
0: says I'm, like, 27. I, 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 last night, I met a 22-year-old, and I had to drink because that one is drinking. Bullshit.
1: That wrecks my head. That's
0: bullshit. He had a beer before the girl arrived.
1: That is, that <laughs> wrecks my head. The,
0: the problem is, like, I... Uh, the person who asked me to guess something. I missed the guess, and she's like, "You, you need to get two more drinks." I'm like, "Fuck!" Ah, she's making me drink
1: now. No, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> you know he wants it. So what is it time. to say
0: back
2: home? If he jumped off a cliff with you?
1: Yeah. <laughs> do you know? you ever hear that saying? <laughs> <laughs>
2: if he put his hand in
0: the fire, would you? <laughs> That's a real Irish thing. It's like when you do something. That is
1: such an Irish <laughs> thing. Show me. Mia like... told me to do it.
0: Yeah. And the whole morning, I'm feeling headache. Like,
1: yeah. See, this yeah. this is my thing. Like I, it was. When I really kind of tuned into, like, stop stopping drinking, like, was in, like, first year of college. So, like, I was just in, like, the pits, like, the absolute pits because I just did a summer in Greece. Um, and that was when I was kind of, like, so under-eating, over-exercising um, to a point where, like, I'd lost my period, um, very unhealthy. Then went to Greece for a summer because... Our lifestyles were so unhealthy. When I came home, I was like, oh my God, like what's after happening to me? Like I'd put on, well, I hadn't put on lots of weight, but I'd lost all my muscle and it was like, I had put on a lot of weight and lost a lot of muscle. So I was really out of shape, you could say. And then college started and just kind of masked how I was feeling through alcohol. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And food. And that's when the restrict binge kind of came in where it was like, okay, I'm just going to fix this by um, going back to a coach who put me on, like, really low calories. I was really naive to it, lost a load of weight again, and then I was, like, binging because I was restricting so much. And then that, I'm not going to say that, no, that definitely did trigger my binge eating disorder. That's what I had. So there's a difference between, like, binge eating and, like, overeating. Mm. Okay. So... Yeah, like Joe. You know loads of people are like, oh, yeah, I binged there last night. But like people are kind of throw the term around, which is grand. Like, cause obviously, well, Joe, you know, people just they're not there's no like I don't know. They're not they're just like, oh, yeah, I binged there last night. But like if a client came to me and was like, OK, like I had a binge there the weekend. And I was like, OK, so what did you have? And they're like, oh, well, I had like half a pack of digesters. And I was like, well, if you really wanted to stop, could you? And they'd be like, yeah. Like you know, if I if mm. you really really wanted to like stop you like you're in control you could be like yeah no. Whereas binge eating is like an out of body experience, so it's like can't you you can't stop like you actually like you now there's all different like types and stuff but the, what I had was like in the evening time and I'd be really emotional really low so a lot of it was like emo like due to like not regulating my emotions, um, and I was like yeah in a really low place like mentally um and it was a lot of things that had triggered it like trauma things like that that i'm only figuring out like at the back end of it Mm -hmm. if that makes sense and basically suffered with that for about restrict binge restrict binge went and did a photo shoot um because they were trending and um Yeah, did that. Like it was just like a constant restrict binge did that photo shoot because they were all like trending and I was like, okay, if I just do this photo shoot, I'll lose all the weight again and I'll be happy again. Like once I get to this, once I'm skinnier again. Yeah. So this is like three times of me using discipline control and tracking calories, all this control to mask my binge eating disorder. You know, so I'm like, if I'm just, yeah, if I'm just disciplined enough I like it's fine I'm able to control it I'm in control and it was it was mental that I was actually able to do that as well and Mm -hmm. like a lot of people who like suffer with binge eating disorders that's what they do they go back into a state of where they can really really control they're like okay like for me it was like setting that goal of a photo shoot well someone's going to be taking pictures of me Mm -hmm. I have to stick to this guys it was insane what I was doing now on top of that like I should have been asked by the coach at the time that was coaching me, like what's your relationship with food like? There was a lot of red flags that I'd sent him. I sent him saying that like I binged, like explained that it was an actual binge and not like overeating. It was all just under the carpet, under the carpet, under the carpet. So yeah.
2: Just to get you into shape, get you for that photo yeah, shoot. Yeah, get me can for that claim. photo shoot,
1: and then like you know looks really well for, yeah, for him business yeah. yeah business side of things. Um. So so yeah, and then did that. Got to the day of the photo shoot, and I was absolutely miserable. Woke yeah, like, up thinking I was fat. I literally, like, oh my! Like there is not an ounce of fat on me. Like, woke up that morning thinking I was fat. Didn't want to stand in front of a camera. Um, Was miserable. I was freezing. Um, I had no energy. I was so snappy. Two of the girls came with me and I was just like, literally like, fuck this. Like, I was like, fuck this. I can't believe I just did all of that for this. I was like, oh, oh my God. Yeah. Well,
2: congratulations for coming back to where you are now.
1: Oh, it took a long time. Yeah. So mean? coming back out of that then, the back end of that was probably the hardest part. Because then it started again binge eating started again so you're coming back out of it you're losing this physique that you think you can sustain and then it started coming out again and i was like oh my god here we go again so i finally confronted it i i because i was in such a bad place mentally like at the lowest i'd ever felt because i suppose it was a constant cycle you know what i mean it was me constantly like putting on weight restricting loads losing it all Binge eating in the midst of all of this. Really, really low. Really sad all the time. And just, it was like a constant cycle for so long. You know what I mean? So I was like, this needs... It got to a point where I was like, this is like so detrimental now. It's like sink or swim here now. Like it's it's bad. Like it's really bad. And it was during... Was it during knockdown? I think it was during knockdown, And I was like, I need to get out of here. Like I, I was like, I have to get out of here. Like, you know what I mean? So... I went to Tenerife I don't know how like it was must have been like level two or three or whatever the hell it must have been like you know to be able to go and I went to Tenerife and I was like I'm gonna do this and it was so funny the only everyone's like what helped you like through your eating disorder and all this and it was all the things that I thought were bullshit which are not bullshit (laughs) so the likes of meditation journaling not body checking no mirror in my room um, now obviously it didn't like I didn't wake up and was like I love myself yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo! <laughs> I actually woke up most days like really really low like in myself um crying a lot really like down but um yeah it was through things like actually knowing my values so Brian one of my friends Brian he's a coach as well he's amazing he I got on a call with him and he was like he told me about like values and what they mean and I was like oh my god like it was like a light bulb moment for me because I was like well I do value going out for food and I do value like being healthy and having my period back and all of these things you know what I mean so that really helped me and also I had a coach at the time who was absolutely amazing and I think I said this a million times over and I think he's sick of me saying it <laughs> uh Dermot Cavanaugh was the most amazing person ever shout out to you for like I'd say this is like the 50th time I've shouting him out. He's like, okay, Kate, I get it now. Kate's like, <laughs> going to mute. <laughs> but genuinely, like, genuinely, like, only for him. Like, he gave me my life back, like, essentially. Like, only for him. So um, it was a long road, but it can be done. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely can be done. Yeah, 100%.
2: So just going back to when you said you were in college, is this something, I'm guessing this isn't something that you have always... Been studying. Is this something that you've, you were studying through college, or you were in a completely different avenue, and then you completely moved into this?
1: Completely different. So I went to Mary I, and I thought I wanted to do secondary school teaching. Okay. So initially, I actually thought I wanted to do primary school teaching. And like, I, I literally missed it by like one point. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so funny now. Because, like, I never wanted to do primary school teaching. Really? I put it down because it was high points. Uh, yeah. So to came towards, like, no? No, like literally because like, I don't know, but like, so I moved to school, first of all, in leaving circles. I was like, I have to get over 500 points. I, this in my head. I'm not good enough if I don't get over 500 points. Like, this is what I had in my head. And so I moved to like a grind school. My mum and dad, thank you for paying for it. It was actually one of the most amazing experiences ever because it taught me like organization skills that i which I never had. (laughs) Um discipline and hard work. So we we were in school from like nine to nine, Monday to Saturday, and Sundays nine to one.
0: Not a chance.
1: Yeah. No way would have done it. Now I need to mention I loved school. Like I I yeah. So I, I Do you like
0: it? No, I, I always tried to skip school. Yeah.
1: Okay, like, I... So, I, school, like, book side I loved. The other side was c- quite difficult. Um,
0: book side? Reading books or...
1: Like, the academic side of school I loved.
2: Oh. The classroom, the learning. Yeah. That was a bit I hated. I just <laughs> I wanted I to go in it. the mess. You just wanted to crack? Yeah, yeah, that's all I, I wanted, wanted, yeah. <laughs> we,
1: in fairness, like, because obviously I'm from, like, a really small place, like, our school was wild. Wild. Like... What was yours like
2: that? My school? Yeah. The secondary school, yeah. It was yeah. Mental. Right. Mental. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. like... My mum
2: actually sent my younger brother to a different school then. She no was way. like, now oh, you're going to a different school.
1: Do, no yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, like, that was essentially why I had to move in, like, sixth year, like, final year, because I would have done nothing. I would have done mm. absolutely nothing, like, you know what I mean? Because, yeah, we just had... We ate some crack, like, we really, it was wild, like, it really was, but, yeah, we ate some crack, but... um. It was kind of hard as well at the same time like because it was so small so like obviously i'm such an extroverted person like so i'm literally like well i like like i'm all like out there um and when you're in a small country school some people don't like that so like there'd be a lot of like small mindedness basically um in secondary but anyway moved six to six moved to Limerick tutorial in sixth year of the grind school and basically the whole reason I wanted high points was because of what everyone else thought of me so I never wanted to do primary school teaching and I knew that deep down but I was like it's higher points than arts and arts was what I actually wanted to do so I actually wanted to do arts because I thought I wanted to be a secondary school teacher but because the primary school had primary school teaching I think was four seven four when the year I did it points and arts was only like 300 or something mm-hmm. and i was like i'm not doing a course that's only 300 points mm-hmm. like that is that was genuinely my thought i was like i'm not doing that i was like no pe-, like the way i thought was like oh my god people will think i'm stupid if i do which is horrific Mm. like but it was the way everyone thought mm. like it was the way everyone like people were like are you doing arts and they'd laugh at you like mm. don't say people who, who mm. do arts please <laughs> like still like we'd still get like a kick out of it now like do you know what i mean it's like oh yeah are you in like b.a. or b.a. b.a. would be primary teaching and b.a. would be arts like they're like oh yeah b.a. they were like oh yeah like, you know, like <laughs> laughing at the arts people which is funny now but like in school it's not i i don't think it's it's not good that like people look down on courses that are like lower points Mm. nothing got to do with like how smart you are anything but that's what i attached it to so basically missed out by a point taught my whole world is over cried for a month straight and um then (coughs) when then my second choice was um the secondary school teaching like the English and French arts. Mm-hmm. So study studied that in Mary, I thought I wanted to be a primary school teacher, was meant to go to France in third year of college. COVID happened, so then I was like, okay, I'm going to do placement in a school, but I know I'm going to like it anyway, so, you know, it's kind of annoying that I have to go and do placement and I can't go to France, but I'm like, sure, like, you know, it's school in the road, like, I was like, it would be grand. Absolutely love the kids. They're great crack. Like, I weed, weed some crack. Like, I actually really, really love the kids in there. Hated teaching. Hated it. Really? Thought I was going to love it. I hated it. I thought it was so monotonous. I didn't like the way you really see the kids that struggle in school and the fact that they have to be sitting there alongside kids who are so well capable. Um, or not even the kids that were well capable, but the ones that like enjoyed school and liked it. And you see the ones, I saw them more. Like Obviously, before I used to be sitting beside them in school didn't really know what it was like when you're standing up there teaching you're like oh my god like do you know what i mean i just felt really really bad for those kids as well so um, i used to always take them ones under my wing like we'd fall we'd them fall like um but realized i didn't like teaching so i was like i'm going to do a personal training course in the middle of my placement and the typical wait now till you have your degree and typical mm-hmm. irish like wait till you have your degree and Do that then. Do you focus on that then? And I was like, no. Like, I need to have something that I'm, like, so, like, you know, passionate passionate about. And I just loved, like, the gym, loved health and fitness. Like, I was like, this is what I want to do. Like, I knew it was what I wanted to do. The irony of all of it was I was in the middle of my photo shoot prep as well. So I was in the middle of, like, under-eating a massive amount and seriously over-exercising. Was kind of the irony in that, um... But yeah, so I, I did the personal training course. And then <laughs> the people, like, I always get so, like, embarrassed. I, sh- I shouldn't be embarrassed, sorry, but I kind of cringe. I'm like, oh, my God. During lockdown, I started doing, like, loads of, like, live workouts for free from mm-hmm. my shed. Yeah. And um this was, like, kind of after Christmas. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. We needed experience for our personal training course, that was yep. on in Galway and we needed experience for that, um, on how to teach classes and stuff. And I was like, if I just do live workouts, like I was like, it'll be like teaching a class, but there's no one really there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Joe, oh, it's a great idea. And I was like, I'm working out anyway. I may as well bring people along with me. You know, that was the only that was literally, there was no other thought it. Um I wanted to, we had to do a project for placement in Mary Eye as well, um, for teaching and, um, mine was just to raise money for Mary I and I was like how could I do this or, or not Mary I it was for cancer and through like Mary I if that makes sense for my placement and I um, you to do like a project and I was like sure I was like I can do it through the live workouts so yeah so it was really cool like ran a load of like kind of events for charity raise money through them and then once lockdown had lifted or once no it was actually before the lockdown had lifted I was waiting, I qualified as a PT, and I was waiting, waiting, waiting to get into the gym. You know, I was like, I can't wait now to get into the gym. And my coach at the time was like, why, what are you waiting for? like just launch your business like online now like what he was like are we could be in this pandemic for the next two to three years yep. like he was like what are you waiting for and i was like oh god and no. i hadn't i was like i was only in third year of college i was like i still have final year of college like okay. i was like i won't be able to manage final year of college and running coaching if it goes even a small bit well oh my god i like i was like do you know what? I'm, this is what i want to do i'm just going to do it I put it off for about a month and I launched it. And I was like, if I get one client, like I will cry. Like I was like, I was like, what? I would literally cry. So I launched it and like within an hour, I'm like I'm not even messing, it It just blew up. Like it just, I was like, what the hell? And like, I remember my mom and sister, we were all just like, what the hell? Like I could not believe it. I was like, and it was from, like I think I did over 200 hours of free live workouts, but I just didn't put the two together. Yep. I didn't realise that oh yeah I was actually re- probably reaching a lot of people through them like I knew a lot of people were doing them but not as many as like the response I got Yeah. To but
2: then the consistency has to play a massive role in that too yeah, like being see, consistent yeah. turning up putting out good content being a personable person yeah like, I think so being I yourself
1: just, yeah I, I think it's just mad because like I suppose I that was stuff I'd always kind of dreamed of and I was like oh and like five years time like maybe that might be a possibility Mm. for me like you know what i mean and i don't know like it's just mad that like i was so stuck in something it's just so important to always follow your gut feeling like you know what i mean
2: so if you had any bit of advice to somebody that's looking down the camera and is like either maybe they have an eating disorder they're not happy in where they are maybe they're in college because there is a massive amounts of social pressure everybody
1: i think so yeah
2: so from i suppose your what am i trying to say cut for a second um from your perspective or your experiences could you give anybody advice say maybe on the eating disorder side
1: yeah for the eating disorder side i would say don't be afraid to reach out for help don't be embarrassed by it don't feel ashamed there's a lot more people like going through it than you than you think or or no you know what i mean like i hit it very very well like i think when i came out and said it like everyone was like what hmm. you know i hid it very well like um and that's all i would say just don't be afraid to reach out and also don't give up on like let's say you go to a therapist about it because that's kind of what's recommended um and not a lot of therapists know enough um or understand enough about what is actually going on okay so don't give up on therapist one two three four five six don't because like i i was just very very blessed to have like a coach that just really really understood um what was going on you know what i mean and um my resources were really really solid you know what i mean yeah. uh, they're really solid uh brian and Diarmid, um very very solid and yeah i know a lot of people who gave up because they thought that they were the exception, if that makes sense. Yeah. They thought they, that there was something so wrong with them that they couldn't get better.
2: Yeah, they can't be fixed. They're, they're, they, they, they're they
1: thought they yeah. were the exception.
2: So, f- um, so find somebody that, that understands. sort of aligns with your values.
1: Yeah, and, the, and that understands. Yeah. The Irish health system in, in relation to eating disorders um, and the mental health, the psychology alongside them it isn't good enough. The resources aren't there. I suppose mental health in general. It's yeah,
2: a fucking disgrace.
1: is horrific. And especially from what I've seen firsthand with eating disorders and psychology um, and the psychology around it is, is horrendous, actually, it's, yeah. to say to say the least.
2: I mean, maybe I'm generalizing here, but I don't think it's, uh, it's prioritized anywhere around the globe, yeah. to be perfectly honest. And I think that's going to be a big change that comes
0: in the yeah. future. I think nowadays uh, all the young people are struggling with uh, body image for sure. Oh, uh, 100%. It, 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 it's, it's all the social media yeah, and it uh, is. media and everything. It, so.
1: um, it is. The only good thing, the only positive, is that there's definitely a huge, like, what I can see from the fitness industry side of things, that there is a massive shift in the sense of um, improving your relationship with food, moving away from dieting. Um, not feeling like you're constantly on a diet forever and improving your body image and there I, there is a massive shift towards that as well which is absolutely fantastic mm. um, and one thing I actually noticed here and I don't know is is it that I because I've done a lot of work on myself but one thing I noticed when I came to Bali no one gives a shit no 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 one cares. All of the top people, like, top CrossFitters, um, professional boxers, like, all these amazing athletes with insane physiques, no one looks at them, no one cares. No one cares what you look like in those classes. Like, I know there's a lot of people that would, like, kind of drag going into maybe, I don't know, like, CrossFit or, like, Wanderlust or wherever it is you're going because you're surrounded by, like I said, like, so many people with, like, these amazing physiques. But no one cares what you look like. No one gives a shit and that goes for everywhere but I don't know what it is about here there's no emphasis there's no mirrors in the gyms mm-hmm. no. no mirrors no. no mirrors in in Wanderlust. no mirrors in your room like it's 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 amazing to compare environments that's what I've been doing um and why at home it's a lot more, I don't know, prevalent at home like than, than here. Again, maybe that's just my standpoint because I have done a lot of work on myself so that I'm very sure of myself now that I don't compare myself Yeah,
2: Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I mean, Bali's a much more open place, yeah. a lot less judgy. And yeah. I mean, yeah, hopefully if there's somebody out there that is listening yeah, and that they are worried, that they know that there is people that you can go to.
1: Oh, 100%. There's um, always, like, always someone you're not the exception yeah. you know what i mean you think you are but you're not you <laughs> think you're the worst of the worst yeah. and you think that you're the only person who can't be fixed but you can you just you just need the right people yeah. unfortunately that's not given to some people and you know what i mean like it's yeah. it's
2: you're not the last cause yeah. If you're no, wa- you're not. If you want to change not. and put in the work, it can be done for sure. I mean, there's living proof of it, right? Yeah,
1: hundred percent. And there was actually a guy, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of him, Brian Penny. No, no. I can't say I have. Okay, so I actually only um found out about him like three days ago and basically it was actually one of my clients, Maria, who sent him over to me because she was like, Oh my god, Kate, this is you but he uses basically someone who was a heroin addict for 15 years and used value his values like knowing his values and like a values based kind of approach to recovering um and he's now has a phd like he has a phd in neuroscience and psychology and i am literally mind blown because i'm like he used his values that's like what i hammer home to my clients um for like their life in general you know what I mean and values is what my knowing my values is was the main driver to help me repair my relationship with food and get through my eating disorder and then you see the likes of like a heroin addict for the last 15 years who's used values his values to get through it as his main core back it's the foundation which is honestly don't underestimate it you know what I mean Mm. um it's honestly yeah it's insane
0: Smart. Yeah, nowadays people struggle with values, um, and I think in Bali, it's people really um, open-minded and trying to work on themselves here. Yeah. So which helps you're surrounded with many people who, who you say have values and yeah. which you can implement them themselves.
1: Yeah, definitely, hundred percent, definitely, yeah
0: being said that uh, we're on time Uh. for the first time ever we're on time
1: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: scooby gang scooby gang on behalf of myself and tj kate we would like to thank you for taking the time out of your day driving through the horrendous traffic
1: yeah it was (laughs) horrific
2: boys and girls thank you very much for taking time out of your day to listen to us if you've been affected by any of the topics i raised in this episode or you feel like you are in a bad position and you want to reach out to somebody you can reach out to myself tj or Kate. all the link profiles will be in the description below. Thank you guys, see you next week. Bye-bye.
0: yakashi.